Let's bring the outdoors in. Today, I have Green Wallscapes visiting. Let's get into it. You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well-designed home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. Today I have with me founder Lindsay Burgess from Green Wallscapes. Lindsay's also known as the Moss Boss. Green Wallscapes is a company based in Palm Beach, Florida that brings spaces to life with no hassle-preserved moss walls. They also have logos, lettering, and artwork. Lindsay's done projects in over 35 states and in Canada, all from her West Palm Beach headquarters. They've done works for large brands like Starbucks, Stella Artur, AutoNation, Alarm.com. They do office spaces, salons, yoga studios, as well as residences nationwide. Her company's work has been called a lavish expression of botanical joy and has been featured in Architectural Digest, Veranda Magazine, Palm Beach Illustrated, Palm Beach Post, Palm Beach Daily News, and more. She was inducted into the 2020 Top Women's Awards for the Commonwealth Institute in the Startup category. Lindsay, you are a boss. So let's get into it and talk about actually happens to be one of the trends, which is bringing the outdoors in. Here we go. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me. And I know you're also known as the Moss Boss. So yeah, we're going to talk about some good stuff today that I think is going to be a really interesting topic for the audience because it's something that's I feel like I've heard a lot about from clients that they want to have in their homes. So before we get into that, just tell us a little bit about yourself. So I started Green Wallscapes six years ago by accident. I saw one of these on Pinterest and I thought, oh, well, I can make that because my husband and I are people that make things. And I went to Michael's and literally bought some moss and glued it to a board. Most of the moss fell off, but that's okay. That's not a story that we need to be worried about. And they don't fall off anymore. But, you know, I, I learned how to do you know, I just started making one. And then a friend of mine reached out and was like, Oh, I really like that. Do you think you could make one for me? And then, you know, it, it really was very organic for about a year and a half. And then in 2018, I started, I had a project that was ending and I was like, what am I going to do with my life? And my husband was like, see if this moss wall business could be a business. And I was like, it's, this is not a business, John. Like nobody wants this. Right. We have done over a thousand moss walls. So I was wrong. Good story. And like the beta version of it, that's how like all good businesses start. Like you've got to start somewhere. No one right. goes in just knowing exactly how to do it perfectly. That is the nature of being an entrepreneur, you know? Well, and and it's like, you know, we also had another evolution where a client was like, I don't want a moss wall, I want a succulent wall. And we evolved and, and made a completely different kind of, and we were the first people to combine moss and succulents on a wall in the US. Oh, I love So that. it was like, we also were, and now people copy us all the time. So it's like, we are constantly kind of listening to what our clients want. And for the most part, we'll say yes, unless it's something really, really weird. Right. Or unachievable. Yeah. Or unachievable. Right. Or, you know, it will cost them a billion dollars for us to, to innovate in this way. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So as I mentioned, you know, bringing nature into home decor, and I hate the word trend because 
a lot of reasons, which I'm doing a whole episode about, but it has been something that people are embracing, let's say. And it's been ongoing. I feel like it might've started and you may know better, but I feel like during COVID it was a thing because even during COVID, like the home garden became a very big thing and growing things and growing your own food. But from a lot of articles I've read and from clients I've spoke to, it's here to stay in 2024 and beyond. So I want to discuss, you know, aesthetically, it's wonderful for a lot of reasons. And I also want to discuss the benefits of bringing a green wall into your home and, you know, besides, well, the aesthetic and other benefits it may have. I think if we could share with the audience, I think that'd be great. So there's studies over and over and over again about, you know, even looking at green increases productivity. It reduces stress levels. It's like us returning to the forest for lack of a better word, right? And so there's a couple of different kinds of green walls and we can we can walk through that because there's different applications that work for different locations in the home. But what we've seen is, is that this trend, which they call biophilic design, it started probably 2017, 2018. It actually comes from Europe. The Europeans have been doing this for about 10 years, like 10 years longer than we have. Oh, interesting. And that's where like the inspiration that I saw online was from a European company. So there weren't options in the US. There was, I think, one company in the US that was doing it and they were importing walls from Europe. Mm-hmm. So I saw that and I was like, well, I just love this. I don't even know why I love this but I do love this. And I think that that's what a lot of this, you know, the work that we get to do is adding this kind of calming, grounding element to spaces because what's happening with minimalism, with all the beige, with all the things that are happening right now, that people need something to either one, warm up their space because it's too industrial or they need just some color or some life because everything is just it's been, you know, the card I don't know if it's the Kardashian effect or whatever, but everything is beige. It's brown and beige. Right. And those colors need something else. And the green is a nice way to bring in another color. Right. And bring in another texture without necessarily, you know, getting too far away from those soft, calming things. I think that that's sort of the overall trend right now is like creating environments that create calm for people because there's so much like everything's so hectic. The other trend that I'm seeing is maximalism, which is completely the opposite of that, where people are just bombarding themselves with color and texture. And we do that too. So we have the clients who are like, I want pink, I want red, I want, I want to go crazy with the colors, orange, yellow. And then I have the other clients that are like, just bring me something that's going to bring me peace and joy and Zen. So we can work with either kind of client, the client that wants the wabi-sabi and we can meet the the client who wants, you know, 15 different colors of wallpaper all over their house, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) Because on a very basic level, if you think about it, you know, house plants have always been in the home. You always have a plant having something living. And I don't know if there's any scientific benefit, but I mean, I would think, because it's much bigger than a house plant. So obviously you get those benefits. It's literally just meant to be this calming effect. It's also just a piece of art. I mean, for our residential clients, if they do a whole wall, that's awesome. Yeah. But a lot of times like our clients will do framed pieces. They'll do, you know, a a three by five or a two by three or, you know, or we'll do a strip or we'll fill a niche or we'll fill multiple niches or things like that, where it's not necessarily like the whole green wall. Right. We can do things, you know, based on like the actual space that's available. So, 
you know, in Florida, we have a lot of these like ugly arch things from when everything was Tuscan, right? Right. So we've actually done it where we filled those archways those with the, and the archways with the plants. So people are like, okay, at least, you know, we do something with this weird, unusable space. Yeah, that's you know, that was- yeah, there were like those arched insets and those were all over yeah. the place for sure. And it's interesting. And in Florida, you- it's like a whole nother level. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Uh, yeah, for the, you guys will at the end, but Lindsay is based in Palm Beach, Florida. So mm-hmm. that's why she's talking about that. But the other thing you mentioned that's interesting is years ago, I would say probably like seven years ago, I had a client and they were from the UK and she really wanted a living wall in the family room. And trying to find a resource for her was so difficult then. Mm-hmm. And now that I think about it, because now that you said it started in Europe, because she was one of the first people that asked me for it. And so mm-hmm. that is interesting, you know, and now yeah. there's many more options available. But at the time, it was hard. And she was really like, no, I really, really want one. And then the husband called me and he's like, I'm going to surprise her for the anniversary. I need help finding somebody. And at the time, I used my resources and did what I could, but it was just hard, you know. Yeah, it's a very different world now. So let's talk about the different kinds of walls, right? So because people will call our moss walls living walls, they're not living. So that's the thing that people really like about this because they don't have to water it. They don't have to have a green thumb. They get a a preserved moss. Okay. So let's talk about living walls versus moss walls versus the three main ones are the plastic boxwood or plastic plants. Okay. Great for an exterior use. I do not recommend doing that inside, although we do have clients that are adamant that they want plastic inside. Okay. I don't recommend it. It's great for outside though, because wind, sun, all these kinds of things, they're made specifically for outside. That's the plastic plant. There's some great products out there that- They look pretty authentic, like, don't they? They look pretty authentic. They're, yeah. they're beyond just a boxwood now. They, okay. they do like different foliage and things like that. But it's standard designs. Yes, of course, you can shove other plant, like plastic plants in there, but it looks like a bunch of, of basically panels. They're three by three panels that okay. you stick up. Great for outside though. Yeah. Again, you want to make sure that you're just not going to worry about it. Okay? okay. For inside, there's two options. So there's living walls, which yep. are walls that require irrigation and plumbing. And they have basically pockets and they have a whole irrigation system that waters them. Okay. Mm. They come with trays. They come with pockets. There's a lot of different systems out there, but that is the main thing. Okay. Now, For someone who loves living plants, this is a great option because you get a bunch of living plants on your wall, but you're going to have to make sure that you have the irrigation and the lighting properly. Otherwise, they're all going to die. And for clients who don't like maintenance, this is a terrible option because there's a lot of maintenance like with houseplants. Like houseplants require just a lot of maintenance in general. Sure. I know because I have a jungle in my studio and a jungle at home of real living plants And it's a lot of work to make sure that the leaves are okay and to prune and if something dies and making sure you have the right plant mix and all that kind of stuff. So typically there's a maintenance contract included with that. So that's what I always say to people when you're looking at actual living walls with living plants, be mindful of the maintenance requirements with that. There's also additional pests and other things like that that can happen with whether you're doing just plants in general or the plant wall. Okay. Then what we create is preserved moss walls. So Mm. we work with all preserved and some faux materials. So we work with preserved moss, preserved ferns, and then faux succulents. And we also work with faux orchids as well, like on a limited basis. Okay. And so the reason that people like this is because you literally put it on your wall. You don't touch it. It's meant to be. That's great. Put up 
and not watered you know, we've had clients who have watered them and actually damaged them because they're doing too much to them yes. to not be touched. It is still living material though. So there are some nuances with that. Okay. If for example, it's the only living material, you know, we've had situations where, you know, the insects in the building have sort of decided they're going to take up residence in the oh, moss wall. Interesting. Because yep. You just have to treat it with, okay. you know, and then it's fine. Also in very dry climate. So you're up north. I'm in, I'm in Palm Beach. So everybody, you know, there's plenty of humidity here. But in northern climates, New York, Chicago, Connecticut, et cetera, you need to take a clothing steamer occasionally and actually steam the moss. <laughs> That's what I was you have to ask do. Because like when we run heat in the in our homes mm-hmm. in, in New England and in the Northeast, it gets, you know, it gets dry. So dry. Yeah. So dry. Yes. So what ends up happening with that is that. In that case, it will impact the way it feels, not the way it looks. Oh. So for clients who get really freaked out about the fact that it feels incredibly brittle, yeah. all they have to do is steam it. And that's only on an as-needed basis. But if it gets too brittle, couldn't it almost kind of break down a little, you know, like, so you want to... Right. So yeah. that's the other thing too, is that yeah. what will happen is people will start touching it yeah. when it's brittle like that, and then it can then create it, slicing. It could break or... Yeah. Yes. So that's why we're like... The solution is a steamer. The steamer, because of the way that it, you're not putting, like you're not misting, you're not adding water to it. Okay. When you add water to it, what ends up happening is the dye that's on there will start to run and you no really good. don't want that. So okay. the steam helps kind of, you know, keep that easy and very supple and it gets it into the moss. Another thing that people will do if they don't want to deal with the steamer is they'll just put a humidifier nearby, which yeah, is good for both the that. humans. Mm-hmm. And for the moss. Okay. So, you know, it's like if your skin is feeling dry, the moss is most likely feeling dry. Okay. It's the same thing. Or if your throat's feeling dry, I was just, I just came from the Northeast. I was like so thirsty the entire time I yeah. was there. It's dry right <laughs> and now. then in the summer, when the humidity comes back and, and that kind of thing, they return to normal because okay. again, it's taking that humidity from the air and that's what keeps that kind of supple feeling. And central air is okay. Like if central totally air is okay. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. probably better. So, you know, like I said, it's it's one of those things where, you know, we always communicate with our clients about the caveats. The other thing is it does have an earthy smell. Not everybody loves the earthy smell. So we provide, you know, some aromatherapy, some peppermint aromatherapy that people like, and it, it dissipates within a couple of weeks. Okay. But again, or they're like, this is the best smell on earth. I want my whole life to smell like this. It's one or the other. It's like a coriander situation. But otherwise, you know, what's great is everything's custom fabricated for the most part. We do have a few ready to ship items, but most of the time what ends up happening is people say, I love this, but can you make it for me in this size? So we've just stopped making a lot of pre-made stuff because we just aren't selling it. What we sell is somebody says, I've got this wall. What do you recommend doing? We've done hexagons. We've done circles. We've done lettering. We've done monograms. We've done, you know, framed pieces. We've done full walls for people. And especially like when people have like, you know, they have a high staircase and they don't want to worry about, you know, watering plants up high or something like that. It's a great application there. Or in a living room, they want just a dramatic focal point when they walk in the home. Yeah. Those are all, you know, different ways that we've done it for our residents. If you were to use live succulent, would it be less maintenance than that first live living wall you described? Or you would still need a system to what you do? They do need a certain amount of water and light. So it's, it's, probably the same kind of maintenance as that first scenario you described as a living wall? 
So succulents are finicky they because are. depending, you know, like, because again, you can do all faux succulents if you want. Like, so right. we work mostly with faux succulents. Yeah. I'm not, I was just curious with live succulents, yeah. if that's a lower maintenance thing, but maybe not. Here's the issue with succulents is in my experience of growing succulents is they, they still need a lot of light because mm. um, they're used to arid climate. So yes, you won't have to worry about the irrigation quite as much. But you're you're going to have them growing, so they're going to look amazing when you first put them in, yeah. and then they're going to start to grow. Some of them are going to get kind of like wonky or leggy looking, right. and you're going to have to replace them. So okay. even if they need less water, they're not going to necessarily they're not going to maintain that same look, like consistent look and feel. There's still going to be some replacement of plants and things like that. Okay, but it is an option for sure. Okay, that's something you know when you talk to somebody who does living walls and does those succulent walls. They have all the ins and outs of that. But again, I don't work a lot with living plants just because we like simplicity and we like ease. The other thing is we like to be able to like hyper design these things. Sure. With living plants, you're limited. You just, it's like, these are the plants that are going to survive in this environment. These are the plants that are not going to survive in this environment. Did you know I offer digital design services? That's right. Just from the comfort of your own home, you can work with me and get a room designed. In fact, We are 200 rooms and counting with these services. So I have a one-to-one service called Room Service, which is the complete plan for an entire space. And my new Room RX gets any quick problem diagnosed and remedied very fast. It's also a one-on-one, one hour with me, and it's only $199. In fact, this month, both Room Service and Room RX are on special promotion. So you're going to want to go to my website, jillcalmaninteriors.com, and set up a free call with me, learn more about it, and we will get you scheduled for this incredible savings so you can have the room you dream of today. Let's get a little deeper into your product line because what I'll impress on the audience is it can also be like artwork. You can get a framed piece. Your letters are amazing. You even have some ready to ship, even though it, it could be harder. But I think even if you wanted a framed piece or whatever, somebody could call you and say, I need about this size. I want you know this letter, but I need it this big or this small. So let's talk a little bit about that. And with ready to ship, I guess if somebody opted for it, I guess if you send maintenance or installation instructions and all that. I think you talk about local handymen and things like that. Yeah. So when you're installing, you know, the typical stuff that we would be shipping you. So our typical things are hexagons, circles, frames. Those are installed in one of two ways. Frames are installed like you put a a picture up. Okay. Same way. Typically, they come with either a French cleat or they come with a wire and you just hang them the way that you would hang a normal painting. Yeah. For the lettering, there's a couple different ways. Sometimes we'll put a notch behind it and then you literally just put a screw in the wall and you notch it over. Same thing with the circles or if depending on size, because over a certain size, you will actually probably have to screw it into the wall just to maintain it super flat against the wall. Yeah, Cause we do really true. big ones. There can be some bending if you don't screw it directly into the wall. Okay. That's again, over time. And those are like 47 inch circle squares and things, 47 inch circles where you're looking for something much bigger. Yeah. And I'll just tell the audience if they should look at your website and see that if you've been thinking about doing something like this in your home, I think that's a wonderful place to start. Mm -hmm. You could get one of these things to start and sort of see how you enjoy it. And again, it would be a no maintenance item basically, right? Yeah. 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 And we've also started this past year, we did an amazing project for Dollywood where we used wood and we incorporated the wood with the moss and the ferns. And it was just like 
insanely beautiful. And so, you know, we've done that, you know, like we had a client that wanted orchids. So we just found like these super high end orchids, everything that we're working with, like I have actually personally vetted as like up to my standards where you cannot tell that it's fake. Because for me, I'm not putting my name on something unless it looks like amazing. And with the faux succulents, there's different levels. We buy very expensive latex succulents. You cannot tell that they are faux. Yeah. Most people think that our walls are living because of the quality of the succulents. There's a lot of Chinese junk out there yes. that looks really fake and really plasticky. We do not buy that stuff and we right. do not include that on projects unless a client's like, I have to have this succulent and they send us that information. Otherwise, for the stuff that we're using, it's very, very high end to try and make it look really, really real. Yeah. Most of our clients think that the, the walls are living, not that they're fell. Yeah, apps 100%. You can t- even mm-hmm. looking at your website, your process, everything like you can tell. If somebody lived remote, they could work with you in mm-hmm. that regard. And then mm-hmm. locally, what areas do you service? Or actually, I think you do go out of state, you said, for. Mm-hmm installation. Yeah, so we ship all over the US and Canada. If okay. we do a project that's bigger over a certain size, we panel the pieces. Okay. So, you know, we've done projects in New York, like residences in New York that were like 10 feet tall and 15 feet long and they were just installed by a local handyman there. We do special kinds of cuts to actually help with the seaming so it mm-hmm. looks like one piece even though it's multiple pieces. Mm-hmm. We do things so that it is very simple for somebody else to install. We, okay. we really don't necessarily need to be there. We have done walls that are 450 square feet. We've done, we have a wall that's 560 square feet that's coming up. Like we do, we can do very large scale. We do hundred square feet. We can also do 10 square feet or 20 square feet right. or, you know, lettering of your family name, you know, like we can do all sorts of different levels, but if we're doing just a regular green wall and it's over a certain size, we'll just make a panel mm-hmm. and then we'll put it in a box. We ship it up to you. We give you all the instructions on how to do the installation. We can be available via FaceTime with your handyman. If you have questions about specific moments, you know, like, Hey, I mean, we just recently did a moss and fern ceiling that we shipped to Boston. Ooh. Oh, how cool so, is that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's going in somebody's bathroom. And so <laughs> that's wild. Yes. We'll do like whatever people want. Yeah. And I would think, I mean, we're talking residential, but I imagine for commercial, it's a wonder. I think you and I even spoke about like, it'd be great in a dentist office and in medical Mm -hmm. facilities and restaurants, I'm sure use this a lot. Right. We do a ton of hospitality. So hotels, Marriott, Dollywood, Sashi group, Shashi group out of California, a lot of like big names, Weston, et cetera. We've also done and I don't like million med spas, yoga studios, dentist oh, office, orthodontist office, those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. They love it because again, they want something green in their, their offices, but they don't want to deal with it. Like they right. just want to be able to like, we're doing this really funky one with a bunch of different colors for a dentist office just outside of Philadelphia. You've brought up color a little bit. How do you add color? Do you use some faux floral in with the greenery? There's a couple ways that we add color. So the succulents come in different colors. Yep. The moss, the, one of the mosses, reindeer moss, comes in like 15 or 20 different colors. Oh, I and had no idea. If, if a client has a specific color they want to match, we actually have created custom Pantones for clients before, especially with our branded clients. Or if yeah. you have a client that's like really particular about color, yeah. we will actually create the colors for the clients. There's that's an upcharge for that, but we've done that a lot. Okay. And so 
the only ones that like don't really work that well are like white. Like it's really hard to like make a super stark white. Yeah. But everything else, like we've been able to like make really cool pinks and oranges and yellows. And right now we have a, a client that has like a sort of reddish orange color. So yeah. we actually are making their logo with the reddish orange color. You can give like Pantone color or yeah. Oh, that's great. Or Sherwin-Williams color. And we can try and get as close as we possibly can to that. that. That's one of the things that's unique about our company is that we're willing to do those kind of extra steps, you know, to get to the colors that the clients want. We've had clients who have literally done like three or four custom colors on pieces because they just, they're like, these are our custom colors. This is what exactly what we want. And we were able to match them pretty closely. For homeowners, for people to think about some of you have exercise meditation or yoga rooms. Now, Mm -hmm. a lot of us have had to have rooms in our home that weren't originally an office that aren't now offices that might not have Mm -hmm. a lot of windows. Sometimes we're taking spaces in our basements for living space. And this I think could add so much life for lack of a better word, but really add life and be great to look at. I'm someone who cooks a lot and something about having it in a kitchen, I think could be really nice, a framed piece. So I think that for the audience, just giving you some ideas of where you can use this in your home and it can really make a difference. I think a home office could be really good, you know? You know, for entrepreneurs who run their home businesses out of their homes, we've done logos, you know, that they sit, you know, sort of these Zoom backdrops kind of similar to like what I have going on. That's a great idea too. You know, you know, so they want to have something cool that has their branding on it. We've done the word bon appetit for for kitchen. We've done the word namaste. We've done you know, all sorts of fun. We've done live, laugh, love, because, you know, people love, live, laugh, love. Uh, love, (laughs) (laughs) You could do like cheers over a bar. That would be a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we have different levels, you know, we have different price points, you know, we have stuff that is in the like seven fifty to a thousand dollar range. And then we have stuff that's in the $20,000 range. So like we can do, a wide variety. The majority of our projects, just to let like let the typical person know, are typically between like eighteen hundred and five thousand dollars sure. for residential sure. projects. When you start getting into the really large scale stuff, that's when it gets into the you know fifteen to twenty thousand dollar range. Okay, and then yeah. like a framed piece or an initial, the price ranges of that on like kind of like you're ready to ship. So a framed piece, like we have some framed pieces on our website. I think they're like in the 1500 to 2000 range. Okay. Yeah. Like an initial letter. So when we're doing moss lettering, because we have to have it all custom fabricated, typically those are like in the 750 to $1,000 okay. range. Yeah. Just yeah. so people have like an initial place to start. Mm-hmm. It's not an entry level product. There's definitely people who do these like little tiny frames very well on Etsy. I am not competing with that person. I understand like, that. Yeah. You know, the person that you, the, why you would call me is because you're looking for something that is really like the next level up, right? We've done over a thousand of these. We've done really high end, beautiful work. And, you know, we take very good care of our clients if there's any issues. This is the other thing that I always like to tell people. We are located in the US. We fabricate in the US. There's plenty of companies out of Europe that you can buy online or whatever, or even China. It's Do not buy the stuff from China. Right? Yeah. It's more mass produced. And the other thing is if there's any issues, I actually had a woman who used our product to sell a project to a residential client. 
bought something from China and it came in with mold. Yeah. And she's like, what do I do with this? And I was like, can't help you. I have no idea. I'm not a mold remediation person, right. but you have mold on this product. Right. And so that's the thing that I always like to say. The reason I like this is because the, you know, the material that we're using is all very high end. It's all based, you know, all the material we buy from either US, Canada or Europe. Yeah. We don't buy any Chinese moss and do not recommend Chinese moss. It smells really weird. Yeah. And it does not maintain the color well. Okay. And yeah. then, you know, we really do try to like, you know, if there's any issues, we take really good care of our clients. If there's, you know, something happens two, three years down the road, they need a touch up, they need some refresh, they need something, right. we troubleshoot with them. Usually there's sprays or other things that they can use to just kind of bring this the, you know, reinvigorate the piece and keep moving. Get it refreshed. Yeah. No, I mean, look, it's like anything else. It's apples and oranges. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, sometimes it's better to spend the money the first time and get something of quality. So you're, you know, we can't compare what you're doing with something that is ordered from Etsy. If somebody wants to order from Etsy, that's great. We're trying to highlight what you do, which is a really high caliber thing that's lasting. And like any other piece of artwork you would buy a painting or whatever, you know, it's an investment. But if it's something that you love and want to keep, I love the idea that, you know, it's virtually no maintenance. I mean, how great is that? And you have something, you know, with nature in it brought into your home. So I think there's a lot of advantages to your product and buying something more high end because you don't want it to smell. You don't want it mildew. You don't want it falling apart. And like, Mm -hmm. and like you said, you're available to talk to. It's not just something where something happens and you have nobody to reach and you've still spent your hard earned money. So I'm definitely all about that. We recently had a client that had like a weird thing happen. I think someone, it was, this was in a a public space, but someone like ripped some moss off their piece. And she was like, Oh my God, what do I do? Like this child came in and just ripped some moss off my wall. And I was like, okay. So, you know, I sent her, you know, some extra moss and on FaceTime on how to do that. And it was repaired. No problem. You know, that kind of thing. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely. She's like, I can't believe how quickly you got back to me. And I was like, well, there's an issue. Like, we just have to fix it. Like, it's not a big deal. Exactly. You know, things happen. You know, I would say if people have children, this is something, you know, in homes, trying to do something where they're not necessarily reachable. I mean, I have a, a massive moss wall in my house, of course. Yeah. My daughter never reaches for it. She never does anything. She never touches it. But right. I think when new art or new things are introduced in the home, you always just want to be like, just try to keep it above where they can touch it. Well, and especially something like that, because it could be attractive and cool for somebody to want to feel the texture and everything. So that's also a really good tip. I mean, this is giving us an education because it's somewhat newer to the marketplace. I think terms get thrown around. And so I think it was really good. You were able to break down for everybody. What is the difference? You know, what are the different qualities you want to look for in investing in a piece like this? And what are their benefits? So I think you've given us a really, really good education you know, on it and benefits on having it in your home, which I think is great. It's really fun. I mean, they're really fun. And like I said, they're all custom designed for people's homes. So it's like what I make for you. We just recently did a piece where this woman wanted lines of purple. Yeah. It was so gorgeous. You're going to see it on our Instagram in the next couple of weeks. Okay. And, you know, but she had a niche and she wanted to do like, you know, and, but she has tons of purple in her house. So we did these gorgeous lines of purple and white, and it was just so pretty, but it was just, she wanted it. We went, we had this whole process of going back and forth to make sure that she like approved the design and she was happy with everything. 
so that it was very clear what she was going to get. And it was very clear on the quality and all that kind of stuff. And we try to work a lot during the process with designers or with end users to make sure that they understand what they're getting. Yes. So there's not really a whole lot of surprises at the end when they actually receive Yeah. So shout out to the designers listening. If you need a resource for this, definitely reach out to Lindsay because she can help curate it and get it, you know, ready and then shipped off. And as a designer, we all have the handyman or the person that can install it. So we have that leg up there. And so for designers, I think don't even hesitate. Like I think you would be perfect resource for designers anywhere. So you've given us a lot. If there's any other last tips, let us know. Otherwise I want to close the show with letting people know the best places to find you because we will put the links in the show notes. So whether it be social media, website, all of it, anything you want us to link, we'll put it in the show notes. So if you want to just close the show kind of with that, Lindsay, but your, your time has been really valuable and, and great. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And it was great talking with you. And thank you so much for having me, Jill. I so appreciate it. hundred percent. It's been great. Yeah. Awesome. Have a awesome day, as we like to say. Yes. <laughs> if you would speak your either website or social media handles, and then for the audience, we will link them in the show notes too. But go ahead and I'll have you say So that. you can find us on greenwallscapes.com. Okay. Like landscapes, but wallscapes. And you can also find us at greenwallscapes on everything. Twitter, okay. Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, love to connect with you. Perfect. And Lindsay, I'm sure you and I will be speaking soon. And I might even see you in Palm Beach as we talked about. So I can't wait. I hope so. Yes. I hope so. If you like what you're hearing on Welcome Home to the Suburbs, I would be so appreciative if you would support the show. The best way to support the show is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I would be so appreciative. And I hope you will leave us a review. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress of moving. See you back here next week.